You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey, everybody. Before we get started in our next level podcast, I wanted to let you know that we just released our brand new ebook, and it's all about coaching, about how do you select the right coach. For some of you, been very interested in getting a good coach, and it's great to get a good coach, but the right coach for the right situation. So go check it out. It's a free ebook on McIntyre on themichaelmcintyre.com themichaelmcintyre.com and check it out. It's free. Download it for yourself. It's under books and you're going to enjoy it. Thank you. This is the Next Level Podcast, a place for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life. Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael McIntyre, your most humble host of the Next Level Podcast. And good day. It is a good day because, hey, listen, we get to breathe today. Come on. You get to hear this podcast. Thank you, Jesus. Look, uh, we are excited here. I've got a powerhouse woman on here. I do. And I love powerhouse women. I'm married to a powerhouse. (laughs) And so any chance I can get a powerhouse woman in the kingdom to come on this podcast. Man, I am all in. So uh, I want to read a brief bio about this powerhouse lady. Her name is Cindy Stewart. She's amazing. She has the heart for God, uh, for connecting others to his heart. Whether in leadership, business, or ministry, she is committed to helping people discover their passions, develop a plan to live out their dreams. And Cindy can help you in strengthening your personal relationships, cultivate leadership skills, while also advancing your business or ministry. Cindy is the senior apostle at the Gathering uh, Apostolic Center in Tarpon Springs, Florida. What a beautiful place. She has a passion for equipping and releasing the supernatural. Her ability to advance ahead of others instills greater confidence in the body of Christ. As an author, her latest book is God's Dream for Your Life. She is a facilitator at Patricia King Institute. That's a big deal. A leader for women on the front line and women in ministry network. Cindy is a, a itinerant speaker for retreats, workshops, and corporate training. Welcome, Cindy, to the Next Level Podcast. Boy, that was a mouthful, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But you know, like you, I really believe that God is sending people to help others accomplish their dreams. That really Amen. is the season we in. In fact, I just listened to your podcast about entrepreneurship and uh, God had given me that word a couple of years ago that this is a season where he's releasing the favor and the provision to really create your own businesses, to be able to live out your passion. And that's really why I wrote that book, God's Dream for Your Life, because I was searching for my passion. And, and how do I get there? And what does God have for me? So uh, I, I just think it's amazing what God is doing in this season. And um, yeah. I was just helping somebody start their ministry. And, you know, it'd been burning in their heart for so long. And they couldn't figure out how to get the vision into action. And that's yeah. really the key we're in right now. It, it truly is. And, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I know a lot of time, you know, in the in the marketplace, 
currently? I mean, it's, it's a little bit cray cray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a, little bit. <laughs> a little bit, but you know, I think that's opportunity unlimited as well. Mm -hmm. And I believe as Christians, as, as believers in the Bible, if we believe the Bible, what it stands for, what it says, uh, then this is opportunity unlimited for, for people in business and in ministry. And it's a chance for us to reinvent ourselves. So let me ask you this, because I, I, you know, I was raised by a powerful woman. Okay. My mother was powerful and my wife is powerful. And I'm always, I, I just, I'm always attracted to powerful women because I believe and I believe that the, the, the women have such a strong presence in, in the body of Christ. And I know there's some, there's some churches out there that, you know, uh, misrepresent themselves and, and, or, or, uh, mislead the scripture in there, but you being a strong woman in, in the church and in your ministry, uh, tell us our listeners a little bit about that. Cause I know there's a lot of women that listen to this podcast and maybe they want to get into the ministry. Maybe they want to be in, in front of the church in the pulpit and, and preach. How is that for you and how has that been for you as a powerhouse in the community to do that maybe to break that glass ceiling in some cases it definitely has been challenging but you know what was interesting i come from a corporate world so i was an executive a board of directors all that in a corporate world so when i entered into the church world in leadership i didn't realize there was this pushback you know, I never thought twice about going into a board meeting and expressing who I was and what I was called to do. But in the church, that was a real battle. I, I would preach at my church where I was associate at, and there would be people that wouldn't come because I was preaching. Oh, my. And I was like, I, to be honest with you, it hurt my feelings. I, was, I yeah. didn't understand. I mean, I understood what the scripture said, but I didn't understand the level of um pushback that was in the church the religious pushback of women being raised up in power and it was really difficult for me but i knew what god had called me to do yeah and well i'm so glad difference. amen and i i love the way you walk in your faith cindy because that's you know if we walk by sight we'd never leave the house right? <laughs> and, true. you know and so all right so uh so you took you, you kind of got your confidence and your your ability and your 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 genius it, it was you made it in the in the private sector and business so Tell us a little bit about that because, you know, we're all, I'm all, about, I love business. I like making money. I like to be able to prosper. I like to be able to bless others with that and glorify God in that process. So tell us about your background and in, in your marketplace and, and what you loved about that. Um, my dad taught all of his kids to be business people. We wow. actually did not have an option. He, you know, <laughs> he would train us. He would bring all of his business people. He was an executive with Lockheed. Uh, the airplane manufacturer. So he was an executive yeah. with them. So he would gather us all together and we would get to listen to him talk to his business friends, but we weren't allowed to say anything. And then, <laughs> yeah, because awesome. we were kids, but that's right. how we learned. We, we learned by watching and mentoring. So when I started my career and going to college, I was going to be a business person because that's really what I was told. And that's how I got into it. And I'm naturally a leader. So mm -hmm. wherever I moved into, it was always a quick promotion just because of my leadership skills. 
And I loved it. I loved it so much that God tricked me into quitting my job. <laughs> I love Yahweh sneaky, huh? <laughs> he is. I, I had an expense account. I traveled all over. I had 120 plus employees. I wow. loved it. it. I was passionate about it. I loved to see success. I loved to see growth. I loved to see the potential of employees and customers, you know, reaching their max. And so I loved it. So God one day said, uh, I want you to quit your job and start your own business. And I was like, why? I play golf <laughs> with my customers. I mean, why? I'm having the time of my life, but I did. <laughs> wow. So, so you had a, you had a, a, but you were a believer in business. Yes. Yes, I was. I was, okay. I was a believer, but I wasn't at the level of really knowing the depth of God and the kingdom mind. You know, the okay. kingdom mind has been new to me over the last 25 years. You know, before it was uh, knowing Jesus and doing, you know, the call, but it wasn't that kingdom minded understanding. There's right. a difference. Yes, absolutely. So in, in that, so, have, you know, your, your story is a little bit like mine. You know, I, I, you know, I came to Jesus after I sold my company, but, uh, you know, I was in the secular world for a long, long time, right, in business, you know, and, and dealing with that. Um, so w w how, how was it coming from that into the ministry? Uh, what was it like, you know, I, I, I explained it like, it's kind of like, you know, salt water coming into fresh water. It was kind of brackish for a minute. It was definitely brackish. And part of the problem was, and this is, uh, and, and this is just the honest of what's going on in the church. Part of the problem was I was so on fire for Jesus. And, and so I'd had this radical encounter with God and, and just just glorious. And, but what I came against was a lot of jealousy mm, in the yeah. church. And yeah. I know this sounds terrible, but women tend to be jealous. So yeah, you think, <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. You know, that's actually not my thought process. I just don't, my brain doesn't work that way. Cause I was trained to think like a man, honestly, but, right. but when I came into it and, and was just really growing in my faith and, and growing in this understanding of the kingdom and, and intimacy with God, I had people tell me that, uh, you know, I wasn't good enough or that, uh, that, you know, just all kinds of stuff. I had all kinds of stuff. In fact, my pastor had asked me to do a, a worship service once a month. And, and I was like brand new at the church. I'd been there a couple of years and I had people come and say, you know, it'll never succeed. Hmm. And got to give me a vision about it. They're like, no, don't, don't be disappointed if nobody comes. And I'm like, wow. I, you know, wow. your brain is trying to figure out where is the encouragement of the body? Where's the prayer? Yeah. So that was probably my biggest thing is trying to figure out within the body, who's going to be on my team. You know, who's yeah. going to be my encouragement? Who's going to pray with me? Who's going to help me be better and transform my character. And that was really hard. And I actually had, two older men mentor me Come on. because the women would not. Wow. You know, it's, it, I hear you say that and, you know, and, and I know, you know, Cindy, you and I are so much alike and I, I, I know you coach people as, as I yeah. do, but one of the things I always tell people getting, you know, defining their mastermind group is find people that you truly can trust. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, and there's very few <laughs> that you can trust with your dreams. You can trust with your, you know, your, your, your fears, your ambitions, because there are people even in our community, sadly, in the Christian community that want to bring that, that, that say they want 
that for you, but they're also have that, that fleshy envy spirit that comes upon Mm -hmm. them uh, or the Jezebel spirit. Let me ask you this, what in, in the, in the Christian mindset, and I know you've dealt with this a lot. uh, How do you overcome and how do you coach people to get out of this Christian poverty mindset? Because, you know, you've been very successful. You've made a lot of money. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Right. (laughs) I've made a lot of money. Thank you, Jesus. It's good. Money making is good. Right. And so, uh, it, like my friend Lance always says, you know, there's nothing worse than a broke philanthropist, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so to, to have, to be able to prosper in that, but there's so many that I've come across and I'm sure you have too in, in your coaching and your walking with people and mentoring people that they have this poverty mindset in the Christian community. How, how do you coach people to overcome that? One of the biggest things is they have to understand their identity. And if they can't understand who God's called them to be, because he didn't call us to be poor beggars. He called us to be rulers. They had not to tell. So I really work with people's identity. I just did a training at a church and someone got up to pray, one of their elders. And the first thing they said was, I'm so unworthy. And I'm like, Mm. and I said, do you mind if I correct that because it was a training session, but you've got to understand that God has called you and has trusted you with the economy of this world because we are to shift it. It's good. So if we we agree that that's what God has for us, then the doors were open for us to be prosperous. And I've seen so many financial miracles. Oh my gosh. And God (laughs) paid off debt for us. We had to close one of our businesses. And I know you've talked about that. We've been successful. We have failed. We've been both. But we had to close one of our businesses. And I was so against it because we had debt with it. And um, we closed it. And within six months, every penny was paid off. Come on. And it That's wasn't so cool. five thousand dollars. It was a hundred and I think thirty something or hundred and forty something thousand dollars. It was but, a number. It was yeah, a real number. God <laughs> God just started pouring in provision from other ways so we wouldn't have to carry that debt. And was that because you trusted in the process? Did you just surrender to that process? Yes. yes. Yeah. Kicking and screaming. Yeah. It doesn't mean we go <laughs> easy because you know, we're not supposed to be in debt. So that was a concern of mine. My husband and mm-hmm. I we prayed about it. We had our people are our, our encouragers praying about it and god just did it as soon as we closed the door the income from other places started shifting and we were able to pay it all off come on that and is so good we've seen lots of miracles like that second mortgages one of our single moms their second mortgage was paid off by the bank who applied for them a government forgiveness program and they didn't even know it so wow. god god is our provider yeah, you know, and and I think, amen, I think w- one of the biggest things is is people actually, you know, trusting in that, walking that out, yeah. stepping out of the boat, right? And because it, it it takes, you've got to have that faith, because if you yeah. look at, if you're walking by sight, you're never going to get, you're never going to do it, you know? That's right. And so... It, that that's so powerful, and I, I love watching those miracles happen. And and what it does for me, just hearing this testimony, increases my faith. Yeah? It does mine too. Every time I hear it, and you know what's interesting, we gotta have faith, but we also have to have the intimacy to go with it. It's because good. if we don't know the breath of God blowing on the situation, even when we're afraid, like we're, I was afraid to close our business. Of course. But even when we're afraid, that 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 breath of God talking to us, encouraging us, even through other voices, gave me the additional faith I needed to do it. So good, Cindy. I know. I you know it, you know 
closing a business, you know, and I've closed a few, you know, it's not and fun. It's not fun. And because, you know, it's your baby, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, you birthed this baby, you know, when somebody comes in there and says, you know, hey, man, your baby's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts our feelings, right? Because as entrepreneurs, you know, we birth these things out of, you know, blood, sweat and tears. And then, then if it doesn't work, but I, one of the things that's always helped me is hope. Yeah. And, you know, no matter what, you know, and, and I'm sure this is for you too, Cindy, like, you know, okay, so you have a bad day, you go to bed at night, you pray, you give it to Jesus. Next morning, your hope meter's full again. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I do that every night. I'm like, God, just thank you for this day. And I know it's going to be a good night because you never sleep. So I can. And then the next morning I get up and I'm like, thank you, God, that I'm awake, I'm alive and all's going to be good today. I like what you just said there, listeners. That's a little bit of gold nugget right there. God, you never sleep, but I can. Yeah. Man, that, that's good. I've never heard that before. I like that. <laughs> well, it's true. He never sleeps. Yeah. He watches over us and he gives us dreams and visions in the night. And that's what we're seeing more of in the prophetic realm. We're seeing God just planting and, and unearthing these things that are coming about in our dreams. So that we can step into what he has in this season for us. So good. All right. So I have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast. And uh, so if you have, if there was an entrepreneur out there listening, male or female, and they're saying, you know, gosh, everything, everything points to, you know, wait, everything yeah. points, you know, it's all red lights out there. What, what would you say to them in, and how would you encourage them uh, to go about stepping out of the boat in this time? The one thing I do, um, and I'll tell you a little bit about my class that's coming up, but I always help people develop one small step. What is one small step? You don't have to do it all in one day. All I do is take one small step, whether it's to look up how to do a business license if you need one or how to do an LLC, whatever it is. Or maybe it's just to do research on people who do what you're planning on doing and then just see how they're doing it. You know, we learn from one another. So it's just one step at a time that will get you to where you want to be. That's good. And yeah. then each time you have that, you know, even if it's a small success, it gives you more, you know, confidence to take the next step too. Yeah, absolutely. And what I find is momentum builds when you step out of the boat, when you take that Amen. one step, Come on. then all of a sudden there's momentum, there's faith, there's excitement, and then you can take the next. And as you, the momentum builds, what happens is the flood of ideas and, and, and thoughts come so you're able to move forward and really put this plan together. So good. So uh, I, I, I got a little background on you. I understand that as, as a young girl, you wanted to be a superhero all your life. Yeah, And you know what? <laughs> we are in Christ. I did. I wanted to be a superhero. That is one of my favorite dreams is it's just, you know, being able to rescue, help people out of tough situations, being mm. able to uh, move past the speed of sound. I mean, I wanted it all. I wanted to be able to move from one place to the other without any time, transport, anything like that. And, you know, through Christ, we can do all that. So I have the fulfillment of that at some level, just not the, I didn't, it doesn't, I don't get a cape. I don't get to wear a cape every day, but I would if I could get by with it. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. I love that, you know, your, you know, your identity, 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I think you said you know earlier, you know, people need to know their identity. Yeah. So when they know that they can get out of that poverty mind spirit and, you know, and building wealth, everybody's wealth is different, right? Your wealth yes. could be a hundred million dollars. My wealth could be a you know, hundred million dollars. Somebody else's wealth is just having their bills paid and $10,000 in the bank. Right. 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 And so, and so once you get that in there and you know what it is, you know, that's when you can know who your identity is in Christ and you can walk that out no matter what obstacles and you're going to have obstacles. I mean, there just is, you know, I mean, uh, that, that's why, you know, you need to have a mastermind group. You need yeah. to have people pouring into you like you did when you closed that business, you had people that loved you, cared mm -hmm. for you and encouraged you and prayed for you, which yeah. is everything. And they didn't write me a check. But what they Come did, on, that's good. you know, that's what good. they did was they opened up the window of heaven with their prayers and encouragement and agreeing with the declarations and vision that brought the freedom to receive that money. That's so good that you said they didn't write you a check because look, a lot of times, you know, if, if people look at people who are very successful and they have a lot of resources, they say, why don't you just help me and bail me out of this right. situation? You know, why don't you stroke me a hundred thousand dollar check McIntyre? It's not going to be, you're not going to miss any of that. You know, it's, it's not even, it's going to be a rounding error for you, but that's not what God wants us to do. Right. He wants us to, you know, right. the old adage, you know, we're going to teach somebody to fish instead. Now, you know, if they need groceries, they need their light bill paid, stuff like that. Yeah, of course we want to, you know, we don't want them to be out in the street, but, what what you said is they didn't write you a check. They probably could have, but they didn't, and so they <laughs> I loved wish they you would through have, that. But no. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we want the easy way out. That's yes. the reason there's the lottery mentality. That's the reason there's the publishers clearinghouse mentality. If I That's only good. had X, then everything would be okay. But everything's okay because the X is the journey that God has for us. So good. And what happens is we see things, it, like it says in Ephesians 3.20, things that are beyond our dreams or imagination because we invite God into the process with us. And that's, that's so, so much better. That's a, I like that. The lottery mentality, you know, yeah. and yeah, it's, and, and I, I know you've probably read the same stories in the st studies of the lottery winners that actually won mega millions ended up even, you know, sadly, suicide, bankruptcy, yeah. lost all their friends, you know, because it wasn't earned. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't done in a different, in a, in a biblical way. Yeah. And they didn't, you know, when you get something incredible that happens to you, it takes some character building to manage it, whether it's selling books, whether it's classes, whether you're traveling around the world, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, there's some character building that comes with it. <laughs> Because yes, you have to be able to manage what God gives you so he can promote you to that next level. Um, God to give me a vision about how he's promoting people. He's taking off what they're carrying now and putting a weighty assignment on them. And, and you know that we don't walk into a weighty assignment completely equipped to be able to do it. We grow into it so that we're able to carry it to the completion. 
That's so good. That's such wisdom, Cindy, because, you know, I'm sure you mentor some of these young millennials and these Gen Zers, you know, and some of them want to start at the finish line, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, but there's a process to this, you know, yeah. I mean, I've got a 22 year old daughter, I've got a 29 year old daughter and I got a 30 year old daughter and you can tell where each one of them are at. And I, re you know, I remember back at 21 or 22, I, you know, I thought I knew it at all you know? <laughs> at least <laughs> at least and i was gonna hold classes in my knowledge and wisdom you know uh until i went out and got my nose bloodied and it was like man i didn't know anything <laughs> so yeah and listen you know so for you gensers out there listen to this or you young millennials listen to your elders i mean they <laughs> they, they want you to win yes and, and god puts them in your life for a reason i think right cindy that's right. And you know, the, the millennials and the Gensers, the thing about them is they're bringing in a whole new possibility and creativity and really entrepreneurship that they're releasing true. that we didn't actually have access to, you so know, when true. we were growing up to, to start a business, you had to have a brick and mortar, you had to have a bank loan, you had to have this, you had to have this. But now everything is accessible at a level it's never been. So I expect this coming generation, the ones to come are really going to blow off or blow out, you know, kind of the old tradition and, and develop this creativity that um, yeah. we haven't seen before. It's so true. I mean, you know, yeah, you, you know, you, you know, just back in the old days, I mean, just this former corporation, you had to hire, you know, Baker and Boss and, you know, get, get a law firm and put a $10,000 retainer up and oh my gosh, yeah, and then go crazy. to get your business cards, you know, and get a, get a sign, you know, you know, for less than, you know, $2,500, you can look like you're, you're, you know, in Park Avenue, yeah. you know, you know, with your website, with your internet, with all, you know, with social media, it's, it's incredible the access that the entrepreneurs have today. Yeah. And one, you know, one word of advice I would give to everyone who's an entrepreneur and starting a new business is uh, really be faithful to what you commit to. That's good. You know, if you're, if you're bringing in clients, you're bringing in customers, whether you're web marketing, whatever it is you're doing, whatever you say you're going to do, do it. Come on. At all costs, because what will happen is it will build you such a rapport that people will seek you out from all over and your company will grow. The more times you drop the deadlines or the commitments that you were going to do, your business will never succeed. You'll end up churning through clients and eventually closing because people won't be able to trust you for what you're going to produce. So that would be my word of wisdom. Whatever you say you're going to do, Start slower if it takes that to really follow through on the commitments. That's such wisdom, Cindy. And listen, you know, you and I both have personal experience with people <laughs> that, that <laughs> fail to follow through. God bless them. And, you know, it's frustrating because, you know, uh, it, it, and I know, you know, you're moving fast. You've got things to do. You've got businesses to build. You've got people to coach you. And so you rely, when you write a check to somebody, you rely on that getting done professionally, right. you know, and so that's such good wisdom because listen, if you have a business and you promise somebody something at all costs, make it happen. You know, even if you lose money, you know, because that's going to be the reputation is so important to keep that up and the longevity of your business. Yeah. And it'll set you above everybody else who does what you do. Amen. All right. Let's let's talk okay. about let's talk about your book. 
Okay. Because I love the title, uh, God's Dream for Your Life. And so how did this book come about, you know, and, and just share some of this thing? Because I think, you know, because, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I often quote, you know, if your dreams aren't big enough, you know, they're, they're, you know, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. You know, I think Mark Batterson wrote that. And I think, oh, yeah. I think it's so true because, you know, sometimes we get into our comfort zones, right? And, but you know, God created, he plants these desires in our heart and he knows our desires in our hearts. And so tell us about this book, how you wrote it, and, and what's it about? Well, I wrote it because I realized I was afraid to, dr to dream big. Mm. And you wouldn't think at my career and all that that I would be, but what I realized when I got out of my box, when I got out of my comfort <laughs> zone, I, I was afraid to dream big. And what I saw was as I began to dream beyond myself, I would see God just come in and partner with me. He would send people my way. He would open doors. And that's why I wrote the book, because I realized that so many people can't even think beyond their circle, their, their small mm -hmm. little process. But God has the nation for them or the world for them. He has, you know, best-selling books for them. He has yeah. all of these different things. But we've got to dream with him beyond our small little abilities. And that's, that's why so I wrote good. the book. I, have yeah. to, I wrote about miracles. And my biggest joy in the book was going through, I wrote a whole section on how the supernatural is our everyday possibility. So that's, that's huge. And I, and I love that. And uh, so dig into that. Explain that to our listeners, what, that, what you mean. Well, uh, I realized that what the Bible says is true. So <laughs> if someone needs healing... <laughs> then that's part of our promise. That's part of us as covenant children of God. So I started going after healing maybe about 25 years or so ago. And I realized that when you pray for people, they get healed. Come on. And I've seen miracles from uh, brand new hips being put into someone from God, yeah. new lungs. I've seen miracles like that. I, I've just seen God do amazing things. And I want people to see the possibilities of the, the spiritual realm of God being a natural part of their everyday life. That's so good. And so how do you hear, you know, everybody hears differently, I think, uh, from God. I know Sean coached me on how I hear from God. You know, I did some reverse engineering on that. And he <laughs> said, just look at your life, McIntyre, and see what you did. And he said, that was God guiding you in there because you're not that good. <laughs> 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 and so how, how, how does Cindy Stewart hear from God? Well, God speaks to me in visions, in pictures. Okay. So a lot of times I'll see it first and then I'll realize that's my nudge. And that really is how he talks to me. And he talks to me through the word. You know, I'll mm. be reading the word and there'll be that suddenly highlight of, you know, I'm going to give you this and then I'm going to break it apart for you. But he loves to show me visions. You know what? I want to encourage everybody. He loves to have fun with you. Come on. It's yes. not this super serious all the time. Yes, God is holy. There's many times I've been on my face and not been able to get up, but God is fun too. Come and on. And he loves love to put these things in my path that he knows brings me great joy. That's awesome. And, and it will just cause me to laugh because I'll be like, God, I know that's you. And I know you're saying, don't be so serious. Let's have some fun because God Amen. is fun. He wants us to enjoy this life be successful in this life and be whole and healed in this life. 
Amen. John 10, 10, right? Yeah. You know, and, and so that's so good because life abundant means that means having a good time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, enjoying, enjoying physical fitness, enjoying the fruits of your labor, enjoying your family, enjoying being in love. Yeah. yeah. And so those are, those are joyful things. I love that. So, uh, so how, you know, God's dream for your life, how do people access that? How do you, how do they go about in this book that, that, I mean, I don't want to give the whole thing away, but I just want some nuggets about how people access what God's dream for your life is. Part of it is just brainstorming with him. And, you know, mm. sometimes I'll just put a, a big white sheet on my wall, those big post-it notes, and I'll be mm -hmm. like, let's brainstorm together. You know, let's think about what's next and what's possible. And I, I do that. that when I'm writing books too, I'll write down all the thoughts that I'm having for that book. But we think that that's all coming out of us, but actually it's, it's the spirit of the living God in us, helping it to bubble up, come through our emotions and our minds so we can actually see the reality in front of us. But I brainstorm with God all the time. I always keep a storyboard up, a vision board up, so I can kind of keep my eye on what him and I are talking about. But that's the way I do it is I literally brainstorm. In fact, on my website, I have a, a hundred dream challenge worksheet. Wow. Cool. And it, it really awesome. is about just what is it you love? What are you passionate about? Write it down and then think bigger. I love that. That's, and, that's really good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and I, and I will we'll tell our listeners how to get your book here in a second. I want to talk about Tarpon Springs, Florida. Okay. Okay. Have you been all there? Right. I don't think I have. I've been all over Florida. I've been to Orlando and Fort Walton Beach and, and Pensacola and Miami and uh, all those areas. But I don't know if I've been to Tarpon Springs. So tell us about tell us about your church there at Tarpon Springs and what you know, what what's going on there? It's in the Tampa Bay area. We're just okay. north of Clearwater. Gotcha. I know where it is. And yeah. it used to be a little resort town where like the Maxwell House coffee, you know, heirs came and built their little mansions around the bayou and all that kind of stuff. But it's mainly a Greek town. Wow. It's cool. one of the largest Greek towns in, in the country. So it's a beautiful little place right on the water. It's right on the Gulf. And the thing that I love about Tarpon Springs is there's just such a friendliness to it. It's like a little tiny small town, even though we've got, you know, 23 million people in our, in our little county or in our 20, <laughs> no, 2 million people in our little county, but it's beautiful. Our church is right on the main drag and uh, we wow. have prophetic nights once a month where everyone comes in from the region and we just prophesy over everyone who comes in because God has a word for everybody. Yes, that's so good. I always so good. say that God never quits talking. It's we that quit listening because he Come talks on. all the time. Amen. And uh, so we do that. We have, you know, healing. We, we do all kinds of fun stuff. But I think we have a, a college there that you can get your degree from. That, oh, that's wow. really amazing. That was real important to me for people to know the word. And then we have a supernatural side of it. So we have two schools at the same time so they can learn the word and learn how to move in the spirit. That's so good. Um, so it's a great little that. area. Yeah, it sounds it sounds amazing. And uh, so uh, with 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 your ministry at Tarpon Springs, with your itinerant ministry, and I know nobody's traveling right now much, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, so what what uh, yeah everybody's doing Zoom. And so what do you see for the this next year? What do you look like? What 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 does life look like for Cindy Stewart for the next twelve months? 
Uh, well, I'm writing a book right now, really talking ah. about what's next, you know, what's coming. Uh, but for me personally, writing, you know, hanging out with my family, I love my family. But uh, I am going to start traveling again in September. So we'll see okay. how that goes. Uh, I'm doing a um, two things. I'm doing a, a class called Compelled to Change because I believe God has stirred people to change. And it's a six week class to help them go through the process of success, identifying nice. in, in the steps and the success to it. And then I'm going to start the first of the year. I'm going to start doing two day on site mentoring in Tarpon Springs. Oh, cool. People will come for two days. It'll be a small group and we'll just do intensive two days mentoring. That's awesome. Oh, that's kind that's of really my cool. signature for next year. That's good. I love the plans. That's awesome. All right. So if people want to buy your book, I'm sure it's on Amazon. How do they find Cindy Stewart? Tell us. To, I want to, because I, 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 I followed you, you know, you and I connected, I don't know, four or five months ago, three months ago. Yeah. And uh, through a mutual friend, Julie, uh, who put this whole thing together, who was great, uh, Convergence um, Promotions. So I'm just giving a shout out to Julie. And, uh, but I wanted, I want to uh, know, you know, because I, I follow you on Instagram. Your Instagrams are really cool. You really? <laughs> you're fun. Yeah. Well, you're just, it's, it's really good. It's, it's really a lot of fun watching it. So tell our, tell our listeners how they can find you and where do they find you at? Okay, they can go to my website. Everything's accessible there. It's cindy-stewart.com. Real easy. Okay. And cool. um, like you, I have a podcast on uh, Charisma Podcast Network and, you know, all of yeah. that good stuff. And I love it. It's a lot of fun. Write some articles for Elisha List and Charisma. So, but yeah, they can find everything on my website. And That's they can awesome. also go to my Facebook page. Um, the personal page is full. I don't know what to do with that. So they have to follow <laughs> me. On. They have to follow. I don't really understand. What are we going to do with it? You know, what do we do? Yeah, I think you're my sister here. Yeah, because I, I mine's at five thousand too, and I don't know what to do with it either. So I've got another one, but I don't know how to. I, it, it's crazy. So I just want people to transfer over. But I, I know. So did, but they don't want to. I know. I know. It's so funny, you know, because you know, because I think you and I are, you know, we're the same age and we're the same generation, and so we're kind of out there. But well, I think, part of it is, is I love to really connect with people. So yeah. uh, when people send me Facebook, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, we met here, we met there. But then it just maxes out. But again, they can just follow. They can just follow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I encourage all our listeners out here to, to go to Cindy's uh, website and get this book because I think it's really important. God's dream for your life is so important. And uh, all right, finally, I want to get down to uh, so Patricia King. She's a big deal, right? And so yeah, you connected with friend. Yeah, she's amazing. I know Jamie Lynn Wall and I was to work with her oh, and yeah. stuff. And yeah, and so, and I haven't had the privilege yet of meeting Patricia, but maybe you can introduce us. I would love <laughs> to meet her. She seems really cool. So tell me about your facilitating with her and how that works. Yeah, it's great. I've done some classes. She has a TV studio in where she lives out in Phoenix. And Phoenix, yeah. Yeah, and so she, I've done, they've done some filming for me for my classes. In fact, you can get it online. Uh, we're in fact, we're doing a conference in September called Give Me My Mountain, but it's for a closed group, the Women in Ministry Network uh, that we'll be going out there and doing. So it's just great. She's a great partner in ministry. She's a great mentor and friend. She comes to our area. She'll come down and see me a couple times a year and we'll do a little 
prophetic night or conference together. But she, the thing about her, the thing I've learned the most from her, because she's probably been in ministry for 40 plus years. The -hmm. thing I've learned from her is that uh, she always says, uh, God plus nothing is everything. And and that really is the life that she leads. She is so uh, devoted in her walk with Christ and who she is. She's just so devoted in that and her integrity and her character is just beyond reproach. So it's great to be able to be uh, mentored and encouraged by someone like that. And she's, she doesn't back away from tough issues, but Mm. every tough issue is just saturated in love. She just, somehow just engulfs it in love and next thing you know it's just i don't know it's just amazing she's an amazing person that's awesome well i, I look forward to the day when you introduce me to her we'll have to make right. that, that connection absolutely okay so uh, i want to talk a little bit about money before we okay. close out okay because money is important yes it is and you know we need money to pay our bills that you know to help help the less fortunate and to resource these things so are you an investor yes okay so right now (laughs) the the, the market's crazy right so i know we have a lot of investors out here we have people with bitcoin we have people that you know day trade we have people that you know buy gold buy so what's your philosophy on investing because i think it's because you're a businesswoman you're smart you've been very successful i want i want our listeners to hear your point of view on investing well uh investing takes a lot of wisdom you got to know when to put in and you got to know when to pull out. And I think that's the biggest thing. I've done the pull out at the wrong time and uh, <laughs> lost a lot of money. So investing is not for the, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. And I don't invest all, we don't invest all of our money in markets and that type of thing, but we do, uh, real estate is always good investment. Mm. You know, real estate's always good investment. Um, good. I do have some, we do have some stocks some mutual funds and all that. But if you're going to do that, you've got to find someone who is an expert at it. It's good. Uh, yes. Honestly, I keep another little fund that I like to invest in high tech stocks. I mean, high tech and that type of thing. But mm-hmm. um, that's not for <laughs> corporate use. Because as soon as I would say, go for this one, you know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> but you I just know. have to be wise about it. Yes. You, yes. There's just wisdom in doing your research. If you're going to do the market, and you're going to entrust your money to someone else, then you better know who that person is and Amen. where they stand on when the market's volatile, when things are going up and down. Or do they pull out and go cash or do they, you know, stick it in? So right. that's a tough one. But yes, I do yes. invest. I think it's important. Yes. And I think, you know, God, you know, like we were saying earlier, I think, you know, uh, you know, when, you know, the lottery mindset, when you have money, when God blesses you with money and you earn money, then he wants you to be a good steward with it too. Yes. Right. Yes. And so, you know, uh, tithing, giving, you know, the, the, the book, I'm sure you read Robert Morris's blessed life book, which changed my life. Best book you ever. Know. Mine too. It is. Yes. Stacy and I read that book and it's like, Oh my gosh, I've been yes. doing this all wrong. <laughs> yes. My mental, I didn't understand it. He brought an understanding that I never had. 
such a gifting that man has on writing. And so, uh, but what, what I, what, you know, cause people always ask me, okay, what do I, sh what should I buy now? You know, I do these, these zoom calls and stuff and you know, what stock should I buy? You know, should I buy oil stock? Should I buy airline stock? Should I buy tech stocks? And like you said, but you need to, you need to research that. And yes. I think, you know, one of the things that I've learned just in my ability, you know, and cause I've, I've had some very big successful stock exchanges and I've had <laughs> some tragedies too, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I watched the news. And I read and I, you know, and then I, and then recently I listened to what the Holy Spirit's telling me to do. Mm -hmm, and there, there's unctions, I believe that we get in that process. And I think if we listen to those unctions, cause I've, I've, I've heard them before and I thought, Oh, then all of a sudden the enemy comes in and gives me a little fear factor. And so yeah. I don't pull the trigger. And then all of a sudden that, that investment would have you know paid, you know, 50 fold. And so I've said, okay, that I've got to trust in this. And I've, I've followed that and I, I, you know, it's proven correct every time, but I do measure twice, cut once, seek wisdom. And so what you're saying, real estate obviously is great, but I just know that in this volatile time, I mean, sometimes the market goes up a thousand points, sometimes it drops a thousand points and you can't be attached. I know a lot of people like the day trading. I'm not one, you I'm know, I just. <laughs> I don't have time for that, you know, uh, but I just wanted to talk to it because you're such a smart businesswoman and get your take on that. So I appreciate that very much. Okay. So I want you to plug everything one more time. Give us your, give us your uh, website address again. Okay. It's Cindy-Stewart.com, S-T-E-W-A-R-T.com. And uh, you can get all my books there. You can get all my books on Amazon. Uh, I have a class compelled to change that it will change your life. I've done this over and Come over. On. I did a year long mentoring class last year and it was amazing, but it takes you from the, the burning embers inside of you to a blazing fire to accomplish what you want. So, so that, good. I, I, I want to invest in people who want to transform. If you're just kicking the tires and not that interested, I always tell people, let me refund your money. Uh, seriously, because yeah. I want people yeah. that I can really partner with and want to partner with God to see their success. I'm not going to drag you through the class. I'm going to refund you and release you. <laughs> so good. I love the, I love that. I love that integrity in you, Cindy. And just look, you've been a blessing for me. And I, I know we've only talked a couple times, but every, when I did, when the first time I, we spoke, it was just so we could both be so transparent and so yeah. honest. And, and I really appreciated that. And I, that, and then when I started seeing all your things come up and I said, I, you know, I told Julie, I said, I want to get, I want to get Cindy on my show. So uh, you are a next level uh, mountain climber and uh, businesswoman and uh, apostle and uh, preacher. And so we just thank you, Cindy. We thank you for spending time here at the Next Level Podcast. And listen, listeners, if you go to, go to her website, check out this book, uh, go to see all what she offers because she is a superhero in his kingdom without a cape. <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> thank you so much. What an honor to be here to hang out with you. Thank you, Cindy. Have a great week. You too. Hey friends, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all other platforms where great podcasts are found. Thank you. Thank you for checking out the Next Level Podcast. For more information or additional resources, please visit themichaelmcintyre.com.